Hey everybody and welcome to the She Shall Be Called podcast hosted by Portia Collins, Jasmine Jones, and Khadijah Campbell. If this is your first time joining us, we encourage you to hit that subscribe button. Also, you can get active with the She Shall Be Called online community by joining the Facebook group or following the She Shall Be Called Instagram page. And if you'd like to join in on the conversation, please use the hashtag SSBC podcast. Lastly, we want to hear from you. So email us with your questions or your suggested topics at info at she shall be called.com. As always, let's get to it. Hey, hey, hey. Hola. Hey. <laughs> What's up? How are y'all? Girl, happy to be alive. Ooh. Jesus. Happy New Year. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I hadn't said this to you guys yet. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Year. I mean, it's sad that it's the 24th day of January and I'm just not saying this, but hey, who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I promise. You good to go with me. <laughs> This was oh, it's almost the end of January already. I know, I know, and I ain't mad because I promise you, it feel like it's been like seventy five days in January. It's <laughs> I don't know why January is like the longest month, but yeah. Um, so like, let's let's catch up with everybody or catch everybody up. What have y'all been doing? What y'all got going on? Man, um, so much has happened. Um, I guess as a follow-up to our very first podcast, when we talked about um, counseling being a form of mental um, maintenance, mm-hmm. I actually did start seeing a counselor. Um, good. Was it good. November? Yeah, around November. Mm-hmm. And I cannot express how helpful it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, the person that I got connected to was through my um, primary care doctor. She recommended somebody. And I started seeing him back in November and like, it's been, I think I've gone like about six times now, but like every time he, he helps me more and more, like he's the one that's actually gotten me back on writing because I've been writing for a long time. And it wasn't until starting to talk to him that I realized the importance that writing plays in my life. Mm-hmm. If I can't write, like, I feel like I, it's probably not going to make sense, but I feel like I get stuck in my head because mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff that, like, a lot of thoughts and stuff that whirl around, yeah. and writing actually allows me to process those thoughts out. So when I wasn't writing, it was like I was just having this big block because I couldn't really process everything that was going on in my mind, and I started feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So now that I've started seeing him and I've, I've picked back up on writing, like, I feel like there's some more clarity finally. Everything starts to fall back into place. Um, And then I also switched churches. Um, I was able, yeah, I found another church that I started fellowshipping with um, a couple of weeks back. And I'm super excited for this new season. Wow. And then there's a couple of projects I'm working on that are big um, pertaining to the writing. So I'll be launching a blog pretty soon. That Wonderful. I have like my thoughts dealing with counseling and then just thoughts dealing with like issues in general, just me working through it and processing it out. So people will get a chance to kind of, I guess, see what's in my mind. Perfect. Nice. Nice. nice entry to 2019, man. You know, like go, Jasmine. That's Love it. Love it as well, honey. What about you, Kadeesh? What's up over there? K-Camp? About 
K camp. Um, <laughs> you know, I've just really been trying to survive out here, you guys. Life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like one shoe being thrown at me every single week. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, so that's what we're doing. But um, no, outside of just, you know, personal stuff that's going on, um, we, I'm, I, I think that we talked about the church plant that we were joining. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've officially left our old church, the church, um, shout out to Identity Daytona, that's my clique, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the church has not officially like started, but we've actually started to have like weekly, Mm -hmm. um, gatherings outside of, um, our pastor's home. Okay. So that's just been a really big blessing. Um, just, to be a part of something again and feel like, feel like people genuinely care about you, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but that you're forming, you know, relationships. It's, it's really interesting, of course, like how um, the stories that we came about of actually finding our new pastor, found them on Facebook. But one of the things was uh, like last year, um, before the summer began, me and my husband were actually talking about transitioning like outside of Daytona Beach because mm-hmm. we just really had this longing for community. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really feel like we were really grasping it here, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So the Lord basically like ex-nade our move, Mm -hmm. um, which was fine because literally like a month after everything kind of like fell through with the move was when we kind of got linked up with Pastor Byron and his lovely wife, Kim Yada and, um, you know, identity. And so Mm -hmm. that's just been like a really big blessing because I kind of felt like, here I was longing for community for the past two years and the Lord was just like, just, just trust me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just trust the kid. I got you. I got you. And he just threw that community at me. And so basically like along with that community, it's just been like a really big blessing because I've gone through some things in my life where I needed tangible community. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. having my friends that I know of online and um, having, you know, family and friends back home is all well and good. But when you're actually physically going through things like in, in, in the now, like in reality, in your, your area, like you really need somebody to like be there and like to walk with you, you know? Mm-hmm. So Basically, outside, I know that, you know, Jasmine was talking about her therapy, and we've already discussed that I've been going through therapy, but one of the things that was discovered in my therapy sessions was that I suffer with severe depression, and so it's one of those things where I kind of, like, thought, like, oh, you know, I'm just a tad bit depressed, you know, like, maybe just a little bit, no, 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 like, your girl be out here, like, wilding out in her brain, (laughs) So um, it's just been like a really big blessing to have like my church family, you know, come alongside me and, you know, Pastor Byron has been like such a great source of support for my husband and his wife has been such a great source of support for me, you know, and I'm 
I have my days where I'm like, I feel really bad because I'm not able to do all that I need to, but because you have community, they understand, you know? So that's been like all that my life has been, you know, like on this little roller coaster here lately. But one of the good things, um, I guess as like an uphill to it all was that I finally found a primary care physician, which is a really big thing because when you a big girl, <laughs> it's hard. I know. <laughs> find good doctors, but not just good doctors, but doctors who actually like will listen to you mm-hmm. and not just see this plus size woman walking into their office and automatically think mm-hmm. everything that she's going to is a result of her weight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some of the stuff I can be going through could be a result of my weight, but there's more underlying the issues that I'm having than just my weight you know what I'm saying like most of the things I'm going through is why I'm probably putting on the weight because I'm not getting the proper attention that I'm needing so I had a first um visit with uh, my primary care doctor which was just really hard trying to find one that was what I call fat friendly um but just kind of like putting myself out there like okay searching for doctors is like searching for the right pair of shoes if it doesn't work this isn't the end-all be-all there's another one out there somewhere you know, the first visit wasn't horrible. It was actually really nice. Um, and so my next visit, we're going to start talking about um, basically me being put on some kind of like antidepressants to kind of, you know, moderate the depression. So I feel like I finally, like, I'm starting to take real steps, you know, because like my therapist was, we were talking and she was like, you know, you've been doing the work but you haven't had the release mentally to continue to push through the work. And so she was like, if you feel like medication is what you need, that's fine. But therapy and medication work hand in hand. So you can't like just take one and be like, oh, this is going to work. And then, or do the other. I'm like, oh, this is going to work without putting them, you know, side by side, if that's what you feel like you need, because they coexist basically. So. I'm just really excited about that, you know, because I feel like maybe once I start the journey of actually taking the antidepressants, I can start feeling like myself again and kind of get back to who I was before this big cloud just came over me. Right. That's been what I've been going through. Right. And I can understand that. I know you uh, have you spoken about um, how you kind of dealt with that in great deal ever since you ever since you had your son. Mm hmm. And I could totally, like, understand that because I've dealt with it since I had my daughter. Like, I began to just experience things that I've never experienced in my life, you know, before emotionally and just feeling, you know, like mentally, you know what God's word says, you know, all of like the tips, like, you know, you're doing like therapy, you're, you're putting in the work, but it's like your body is just constantly trying to play catch up mm-hmm. with all the stuff that you know it's like why is this not clicking why am I still feeling this way like what else can I do so um, I'm definitely happy that you have a a, a doctor who listens and um, is honest because some doc- some doctors are not going to tell you that honesty about where well, you still got to put it in the work you know right. mm-hmm. like you just can't take a happy pill and expect everything to resolve itself mm-hmm. and and the way that my doctor explain therapy to me and she she did very well when she said um that basically meds will help you when there is like um 
some type of biological issue, but Mm -hmm. therapy trains you on on how to respond better to triggers. Um, Especially, and that's why for me, it's important for me to see a Christian therapist is because I need somebody who has a biblical worldview Mm -hmm. and you, you know, I need you to spit these truths of God's word back at me, not just what, and don't get me wrong, we look at a lot of great psychologists and things like that, but mm-hmm. ultimately we do spend a lot of time talking about what does God, God's word say about this, and how do I respond to these triggers, because here's the mm-hmm. thing, as long as we're living, the triggers are never going to go away, there right. are always going to be things that are going, that, that it's just like, we live in an imperfect world. We live in a world that's, you know, broken by sin. So there's always going to be something that is a trigger. Mm-hmm. And so what you have to do is train yourself. How am I going to respond to this? Now for somebody who doesn't have any issues, you know, maybe some biological things that they're dealing with. Okay. Therapy alone works fine. But sometimes if you've had a baby and you got all this other stuff going on, then yes, you Mm -hmm. may, you know, need meds for a period of time to kind of help you deal with that. And it's not, I've told uh, me and my therapist have talked about this. I told, I said, I believe that therapy and meds and all of this they're common graces <laughs> from God. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, to kind of help you. And it's not meant to be you, we're not trying to replace God or replace God's word or anything like that, but we're just being proactive about our mental health and the things that we're dealing with. And so yeah. and so that's kind of like the same thing that I've been doing. I've had a lot going on too since the last time we podcasted. We've had some health scares with my husband and my baby turned one and I know Emmy turned one. (laughs) Um, So we did a whole little Elmo themed party for her and then, you know, just work. We're into the new year. And so we got like a lot, got a lot of work related stuff coming up. Um, I've still been working on writing um, a study on the book of Ruth Mm -hmm. and I have gotten, um, a little bit of help um recently just some guidance on you know i get i've I've had a lot of writer's block lately and so um i reached out to um someone who i i could i consider to be like a a mentor uh, or a discipler of sorts with me christy um on and so shout out to christy for really encouraging me and helping me and like she just just I mean, she literally just said a few things today and looked over a few things for me, but like, it was just that fire, you know, that I needed. And it made me so excited and encouraged to just keep going. And um, it just really made me think about how as Christians, this is what we got to do more of checking on folks, talking to them, encouraging them, you know, uh, correcting where needed. um, Mm -hmm. But actually, you know, giving them the juice where you know okay this works keep going you know like what are you doing stop second guessing yourself here (laughs) and so um i was really thankful to be able to have that time with her um today and uh so that's pretty much been it for me i can't think of anything else i mean you know just rocking and rolling trying to get stuff together for she should be called but i will say um i guess it's another little like what's been going on in our life 
um me and Vic we went on a cruise to Mexico like two weeks ago oh yes we went with some dear friends Sandra and Brian um and it was literally everything like you know how you like you start like planning trips with people and Mm -hmm. you're just like okay so y'all cool but I want to make sure like we can vacation together because traveling, right. well, you cannot travel with everybody. No, you, you just, cannot. You just cannot. <laughs> I would that. You just cannot. <laughs> but when I tell you like they were the perfect pair of people for us to go with, like <laughs> me and Sandra, we got to take our naps. We got to go to breakfast late because we married the two early birds and they would get up and go to bre- I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because last time me and Vic had one on our cruise was um, on a cruise was for our honeymoon. And I was just like, my husband likes to wake up and he's the early riser, like going to wake up before the sun wakes up. <laughs> I am the one, I need to feel the heat of the sun and to see some clouds. Like it just, I'm not that early riser. And so the last time we went, he would, you know, he was like, dang, I wish you would get up and go to breakfast with me. And I was like, bruh, I'm not going to breakfast with anybody at eight o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm just, breakfast don't close till 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'm on vacation. Why do I have to go with you so early? <laughs> when I found out that Brian was just like Mr. Victor and that they could go to breakfast, I was like, you know what, Jesus, you done done it again. <laughs> <laughs> You have saved your girl, but no, that trip was everything. It just, like I said, it was great to be like around like-minded individuals, but it was also great to just like relax and feel like Mm -hmm. we can be ourselves, but also just get back to, you know, why we're together and get back to the heart of marriage. Cause I think sometimes we forget that you still have to date your spouse, you know, Mm -hmm especially when you have the little ones, everything starts coming up. So it was really nice to just kind of like get away for a week and it just be me and my boo and then another couple and just, just vibe. So I needed that. <laughs> Good deal. I saw the pictures and I was like, oh baby, she is fabulous, honey. Ooh, I had my short song girlfriend. Did you see me? <laughs> I saw you. And the red lips, baby. Okay. You know, like I need that crayon case in my life. Okay. Girl, that crawfish <laughs> did me some. I said, oh Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. you Child were gorgeous my best for Brian buying the crayon case that mm-hmm. came through that everything was just like oh yes oh oh, oh i'm really in my life <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up that is what's up all right so i guess before we wrap up i want to ask y'all you know at the new year um everybody's always trying to get their bible on you know Everybody's saying I'm on, you know, I'm ready to recommit and I'm gonna study more and I'm gonna do this and do that. And um, I can't lie, I was no different, you know. Um, I was like, I'm gonna make my way through the Bible in the year. Y'all know we done had this conversation before, and I'm y'all just had this for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge my life, okay? I know, I know, I promise. Look, I know I keep starting over, but I started over again, okay. <laughs> But seriously, seriously, uh, today that I was thinking about, you know, all of us have our own little Bible study time and how you get it in. You know, I'm, I'm just a proponent of study and read. And so um, earlier uh, today, I was sharing a couple of my thoughts in the She Shall Be Called group about like what, like 
tips or practical things would you offer to someone who is looking to cultivate a more solid Bible study time? Like what are some things that you do um, that's simple? What are some things, some areas where you know that you are weak and you're working toward, you know, getting better in those areas? Like, tell me what's up. Give me, tell me your business. Tell me the secrets. Cause maybe that'll help me get through this Bible in a year plan this year. <laughs> I think I'll say two of my weaknesses because um, they kind of they're, they kind of piggyback off each other. One is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to have that carve out that consistent time, especially um, in busy busier seasons with work, because mm-hmm. with my job it kind of fluctuates. We have certain seasons where it's super busy. We have some seasons where it's calm, um, and also it's some, sometimes it feels like when work goes crazy, everything else in my life goes crazy at the same time. So just trying to, the consistency is a big issue for me, developing um, mm-hmm. the time. And then to top it off, what'll happen is I'll, like, I'll get so invested, like I'll start reading, I'll get excited, like, yeah, man, I've gotten through like so many days. If I miss a day or two, then like I panic mm-hmm. and I want to give up because I'm like, man, I'm so messed up. I'm mm-hmm. jacked up. I didn't read enough. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like wanting to quit. And so um, what I've done to kind of defeat that quitting mentality is like one of this comes from my counselor, actually, I remember him telling me slow and steady wins the race Mm -hmm. and remembering that no, even if I don't read it every day and and not just reading just to check something off of a list, right. Am I reading and comprehending it? Am I reading and applying? Like, what am I getting from my time when I'm reading? Mm-hmm. Um, cause it makes no sense to just sit there just to read it and be like, okay, I read it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like really you don't develop, you don't grow that way. So sometimes what I'll do is, um, if I'm reading something and say, for example, I get to a particular passage and it's really interesting instead of jumping ahead to the next one, just so I can check something off, I'll make myself kind of stay on that one passage. Like, mm-hmm. what are you, what are you saying here, Lord? Like, what is mm-hmm. it that you want me to get from here? And then just kind of honing in and focusing on that and not feeling mm-hmm. so bad when I can't get to the rest of it that day, I'll get mm-hmm. it later. Um, right. It's just the, just trying to remember that it's, it's re- reading it and applying it. That's important. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of like the amount or the amount of time that you spend with it. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Love that. I would say, um, so much like you said, you have your goals that you set. I don't like to, I don't like to say like New Year's resolution because uh-huh. I just feel like that's for one played out. Nobody right. commits to it. Right. You're right. Set, set up for failure. <laughs> Every <laughs> year. So I've stopped saying like New Year's resolution and just said like goals. So this right. year um, in my home, we have a whiteboard that we write like, you know, notes on or like tips or, you know, scriptures or prayer requests and stuff like that. And so before the new year began, um, one of the things that, you know, we wanted were goals. And so Vic was, um, telling me kind of like how he was frustrated over like, um, what Jasmine said, setting goals, but not committing to them like the consistency and so I told him I was like well babe I think the problem that you and I both have is that we don't set realistic goals Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if my plan is to read the bible in one year however I know realistically for Khadija I'm probably not going to do that I need to make a realistic goal 
which could be, okay, so for the month of January, let me get through this book. And then in February, try these two books and then kind of ramp it up. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of make realistic goals. So one of the, or a couple of the goals was that realistically I wanted to do was just to start like before my feet hit the the ground just to pray like it doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be lengthy just to pray just to talk to you mm-hmm. know the lord before i get my day started because i feel like i have removed myself from doing that mm-hmm. and get so busy with mm-hmm. okay i have to get dressed i have to get up i have to get him dressed i have to mm-hmm. find clothes i gotta pack lunch i gotta do this but I, right. I have to get him in the car gotta drive gotta focus and by the time that i've gotten to work i'm just like so so spent because I put everything else in the morning like before God and so I was just like just make the attempt and then the other realistic goal that I had was just to journal at least one time a week you know mm-hmm. because I make the new year's resolution every year oh I'm gonna <laughs> journal every single day and it right. I'll start off for mm-hmm. one week and then like you said Jasmine just fall off because you mm-hmm. know you started and then you missed the day and then you're like oh well well everything else just gone to crap so Mm -hmm. no need for me to continue with this you know Mm -hmm. so that would be my I guess like tidbit make realistic goals make goals Mm -hmm. that are realistic to you that don't feel like they're putting pressure on you but that you feel like you will reach where you want Mm -hmm. to be you know eventually and then another thing um here is that like I was telling you at set well I didn't tell (laughs) y'all But me and my um, my pastor's wife, Kimyata, like we're really close. And so, you know, like we have gone out and spent some time together and we were both just like, you know, we wanted to just dig deeper in the word. And so much like you said, like the consistency of it. And so we're like, well, why don't we find like a Bible devotional that we can do just like 30 days and mm-hmm. then just text each other throughout the week about what we read, you know, mm-hmm. nothing that's feeling like did you read your devotional today? You know, but just a, a check-in, you know? So not like the stalker accountability, but just being accountable to see like, well, you know, girl, I missed today, but you know, I did do yesterday. I did do Monday. So just setting like the realistic goals for yourself when it comes to just your life or with even, you know, amping up your time with the Lord and the word and prayer. Absolutely. And I think something that you um, touched on there that's really important is not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, at least choose choose at least one person, maybe two, to help you be accountable. Because a lot of times I find when I try to do things on my own, like without having that person there to kind of help push me, that it's easier to fall off the wagon. Whereas yes. if you have like one or two people that are like encouraging you and checking in, then it kind of helps keep you on pace. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. Um, so I guess I would say, um, the things that are on my list are pretty much, um, like 80% of the stuff that both of you have already touched on. The only thing that I would probably add would be, um, actually coming to terms with when you sit down to study God's word first, conditioning yourself to get there. For me, I know one of my biggest issues and it may not be for everybody else, but it's just simply discipline. Mm-hmm. I have very, very poor discipline. And so I've worked on just training myself and setting myself up to go to my Bible more. 
if that means locking myself out of my Facebook app, you know, like meaning, um, I, I, I talked about this earlier, um, using the downtime app on my phone. And so when, when that kicks in, the only thing I can go to is my Bible, mm-hmm. you know? And so just a limit, limiting the amount of time that my phone is in my hand for frivolous stuff and trying to use it more for purposeful stuff. If it's not like, if it's during work hours, of course, work related, but if I got a couple of minutes, then I don't need to be scrolling on Facebook. I need to use those couple of minutes to maybe look over what I read that morning during my devotional, or if I didn't get to my devotional, maybe I could at least read the scriptures and then have more time when I get home in the evening. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not one of those people who, who's a stickler about, you know, I got to do it in the morning time. I feel like whatever works for you, that's exactly. fine. My my two biggest things is consistency. Try to be in God's word every day and at least one to two times out of the week, have a block of time. Mm-hmm. You know, So that may be Saturdays for you or it may be Sunday evenings or whenever it is, but at least two to three times out of the week, have a block of time where you can just sit and soak. You know, those right. are my two biggies. Um, and then, um, actually once, once you get in the process of like training and conditioning yourself, asking yourself, making it a practice to ask yourself before you even begin studying, what am I doing here? Like, mm-hmm. what am I seeking? And I can give, I can tell everybody that we all got the same answer or we should have the same answer. And that is to actually seek the truth of God. Mm-hmm. Um, like we shouldn't be sitting down just because out of a legalistic or ritualistic type of behavior, trying to check it off. Of yeah. Our, or yeah, trying off. to check it off yeah. the list or we should actually be thinking, all right, I'm about to, I'm meeting God through the study of his word. I'm learning about who he is and just all the truths of him. Like that is what I am getting right here when I sit down and I partake in, in God's word. And so that's what I would tell people to ask yourself that question every single time when you sit down and you crack open that Bible, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Am I here because I'm being selfish? Am I here because I'm being legalistic? Like, and if, and and here's the thing, be honest with yourself, because if that's what it is, stop and pray and ask God, Lord, help me. I know I'm not approaching your word with the right type of attitude today. Help me to be excited about meeting you through the scriptures. Help me to have a zeal for your word. You know, help me to be um, just more faithful. And so that, that would be my biggest takeaways for people. You know, condition yourself, seek the truth and not all this other stuff. Don't don't seek, seek other people's truth. Uh, uh, what other folks say, seek to be God yourself in the, through the study of the scriptures. And then just be honest with yourself about where you are what you need to improve on where your weaknesses are and and so forth and i would also just to piggyback on what you were saying as far as like excuse me a a couple of days out of the week that you block off whether that be mornings afternoons during your break or even the the time at night that even goes back to one of course the consistency but the two setting the realistic goal because Mm -hmm. Khadija knows that Khadija is not an early riser. So I have tried Mm -hmm. so many times to wake up first thing in the morning and spend that first, you know, at 5.30, I'm going to wake up and Mm -hmm. I'm going to pray and I'm going to read my word and I'm going to study. Right. 
it does not work for me. And so that's where you go into setting the realistic, the realistic expectations and goals, but also reminding yourself not to be legalistic. Like Mm -hmm. regardless of what time that you do it, you are still spending the dedicated time with Christ and he's thankful and glorified in that, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I think that that still all like ties together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was good, y'all. Some good takeaways. Um, hopefully, I don't know. We're going to figure this podcast rhythm thing out eventually. Uh, we know that a lot of our listeners have inquired. Um, when y'all doing podcasts? When can we expect them? We will We will get back with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> we um, thank you guys, though, for inquiring. It definitely makes us feel well and appreciated that you guys taking the time out to listen, but that you miss us when we're not here. Like, yeah. That definitely right. warms my little heart, especially all the text messages I've been getting. Like, so when the podcast coming back, and I'm like, girl, I don't know, but thanks so much for asking. <laughs> right right so we're gonna work on it we're working on our rhythm um and um gonna try to set up a schedule and then just hopefully maybe even you know record a few podcasts when we get a chunk of time where we can just kind of hit them back to back go ahead and record them so all we have to do is upload them you know um at the appointed time or whatever and so um just pray for us pray that we can all balance well like i said it's hard when you are just trying to figure everything out and how to do everything but we'll we'll get a rhythm but in the meantime you can always go back and listen to old episodes um also hit our inboxes i like i have a few podcasts that that i know are regulars and i listen to and they're good so we'd be happy to make recommendations yeah. and um while while we get you know get our lives together over here <laughs> and so also, if you have anything that you would like for us to discuss like break the recommendation um we're always open to take suggestions on different topics and stuff of that sort so mm-hmm. if you have any recommendations shoot us a message via email I am DM. We're accepting. Right. That works. All right. Until next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.